Welcome to the Contact Center Cactus Chat Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Malvin, and I'm joined by my co-host today, Jake Kine, coming from the Philippines. Welcome, Jake. Hello. Hi, Eric. Um, yeah, it's been months since the last time we did this, and yeah, I'm uh, pretty uh, excited to do this again. Yeah, great to get back in the, the studio with you. He's coming from Dumaguete, Philippines. I'm out here in Tempe, and today... We're going to be talking about why is the Philippines one of the leading hubs for outsourcing. There's a reason why when you think of outsourcing and you think of some people answering the phones not in the U.S., the first place that comes to mind or one of the first is the Philippines. So why is that? So Jake and I, we're going to be diving in that today and uh, talking about that. Like what, what are some uh, topics people can expect to hear today? Yeah, because, you know, if you question uh, why, is it, why is it the Philippines, you know, there, you know there's so many... Uh, places that uh, uh, that they can try to do it, but you know uh, why is it like um, the the Philippines has uh, has this uh, in, uh, the, the industry uh, is one of the most rapidly growing growing in the country, and um, here's the reason why. So number one, we can talk about you know how people in the Philippines got the the English uh, language. So yeah, to start with, you know we 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 were colonized by the Americans for for the eight years, and um, yeah, that really gave us the, uh, you know, the the uh, first of all, yeah, we our some of our grandparents are really speaks really uh, good English, and you know, for that, yeah, the family culture alone, uh, when somebody who has that uh, uh, knowledge and skills um, will be passed on to uh, the next generation, and I can I remember when I was a child, Eric, that. Uh, there was uh, an old uh, person uh, who really speaks really good English, and they said, uh, you know, it's it's because of uh, you know he was with the Americans during the war, and you know for some families uh, they got that uh, passed into their uh, their you know grandchildren, and uh, that's the reason why we have this uh, good speak English speaking people in the Philippines, and um, also with the. You know, we we've been really uh, inclined with the foreign media. We watch uh, a lot of American movies, and uh, that's that's also influencing uh, most of the people to speak uh, speak better English. And uh, yeah, also you you bring up some great points, Jake, because there is no way we could have this conversation about yeah, why is Philippines a leading hub for outsourcing without talking about the history and exactly that that, that America taking control of the Philippines for all those years does play a huge role. You're right. And uh, you mentioned a little earlier uh, before the show how uh, Philippines is the most westernized Asian country. And so that's a, that's, that's a big deal. But why is that? It's because, yeah, the influence of the U.S. And not only is it made English so prominent. In fact, you know, I, I think it was a recent meeting we had where you were telling me, or one of you guys were telling me, that they're starting to teach English, not English, uh, Bisaya, the local language in the schools, because the kids aren't learning the local language. Uh, they're learning English, and they're, you know, they're starting to forget about the local language. That's how, I mean, it's almost like we've yeah. gone too far. <laughs> like, okay, we've done so good at getting English into the Philippines that it's now, you know, taking over the normal language. But that influence, it never stopped, just because the U.S., you know, okay, Philippines, you get your own government and president but the influence it never left they 
you know, like yeah. you're there, you've got kids uh, similar age to mine. I mean, what mm-hmm. kind of stuff do they usually watch? Um, yeah, they, you know, lots of you know American stuff. And um, yeah, to be honest, yeah, most of the kids, you know, in their generation, uh, they they've been having trouble, you know, speaking our own dialect, and you know that's the reason why uh, the government implemented a curriculum or subject in in school, which uh, they are required to you know speak uh, their own dialect. And yeah, that's uh, that's how strong the influence of the U.S. or Americans here in the Philippines, and uh, even my kids, uh, <laughs> I I can uh, really say that um, they've been influenced by the foreign media, you know, the news and all the the stuff that they watch like uh, the uh, cartoons and all other things are uh, speaking English and they also speak English uh, more. Uh, so, yeah. And the, the kids too, like before it was where uh, like kids growing up, they watch Disney Channel all day and now they have like an American accent because they've been watching Disney Channel. Now it's YouTube, it's, you know, Twitch, it's, you know, Instagram, Facebook. You know, they're just all day they're watching these American like influencers, <laughs> and so yeah, however it is, like it's it's that American influence. So that's one reason because you know we're dealing with customer experience, and we got to have empathy on the phone if we're doing a good job. And how do you how do you relate to a customer that's on the other side of the world that has you you don't have much in common, mm-hmm. but there, there is a lot of overlap because of that, you know, American influence in the Philippines. And I think the Filipinos probably can relate more to the Americans or they could at least talk more, you know, if we're talking sports or, or movies, culture, pop yeah. culture, you know, there's a lot exactly. of overlap. So, yeah. Yeah. And the, the effectivity of it, like, you know, when somebody calls you, try to convince you to sell something and, you know, try to, um, you, know, you know, just to have a conversation. Um, if you're an American and you're listening to someone that you know who's struggling to speak uh, English, or, uh, or or you someone who you don't understand, um, you know the 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 barrier is really up. You know you don't want to continue talking, or you know just to uh, to get that uh, being effective in how to talk to Americans. You know you have to speak uh, you know good English, or at least uh, they should understand what you're talking about. So, um, yeah, that's, uh, that's something that uh, Filipinos have because we speak better uh, English. And uh, that's, uh, that's one thing that, uh, that would uh, make uh, the business effective when you're working with Americans or trying to, uh, you know, work, work uh, you know, uh, expand the business uh, for, uh, for Amer- American uh, consumers or Am- American uh, customers. So that's one of the reasons. So we talked about history, the American influence. What are some of the other reasons that you've seen? Like, why is you're you're there, right? You're seeing it. You grew up seeing the call center industry blow up to what it is today. So Mm. I mean, you're just talking about your life here. So what else do you see out there? Of why why is it that the Philippines are are really stepping out for the because I'll be honest, I get businesses all the time that talk to me and they're like, I know I want to outsource to the Philippines and I just got to find a company that I can work with. And so they they made a decision that they're going to outsource and it's specifically to the Philippines. So what are some other reasons why people 
automatically jump to the Philippines? Of course. Uh, when you do business, you need to look for someone who has a really good uh, you know, work ethics. We're very versatile uh, also. And um, you know, we can uh, uh, go from task to task. We can uh, assign someone uh, to do a lot of uh, things. The business uh, advantage of uh, having to work with one person, you can do a lot of things. And that's very common with Filipinos. Uh, the work ethics itself you know it's part of the business where you can you you would want to to make people effective and uh, efficient in what you do is that they should possess these uh, kinds of uh, you know um, things and uh, yeah that's one thing and the, i believe that's the most important uh, um, i mean second to you know the the, the english speaking uh, uh, capability is uh, to have that uh, really good work ethics and uh, also along with that uh, in uh, comparison to other countries who do, who, who's doing the uh, outsourcing, um, Philippines has better infra IT infra infrastructure, I believe, and um, our uh, the power outage uh, here is you know not as worse as uh, any other countries. So also that's yeah. uh, other so infrastructure. Thing. Mm -hmm. You know, and that that it, it's something that is overlooked i think you know when you're thinking about working with uh well like for me setting up shop in the philippines you know when we started up PacBiz eight years ago i wasn't thinking about like what's the internet like in the philippines what's the power like pretty quickly i was thinking about that all the time but yeah the you know it, it's interesting you know one of the things I, i've noticed so Philippines and India, you know, they've led the world in outsourcing for the past several decades. And within the last couple of years, there's been a huge boom in outsourcing to countries all over the world. And so countries like in Central America, in, uh, in, uh, in, in like places like Mexico and Colombia um, and in Africa, in the Bahamas, the Caribbean, there's all these new places that were never thought of before as, as uh, places that you could outsource to, and they're starting to evolve and grow. And I'm meeting people all the time. And they're like, hey, I've got, you know, I, I want to start a business, a call center in this country or that country. And the, the infrastructure, you know, is not there. Like, uh, or there might be challenges. And you wonder, why do businesses always cluster together? And you see these, you know, like even in, in Dumaguete, it's because of the infrastructure. There's good internet, good power. That's where you want your business to be. And the it, 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 it's a big deal because your power goes out and you can't take calls anymore. That's yeah. <laughs> and um, to either that, Eric, uh, it's uh, the wages and labor uh, also of the Philippines uh, or other countries who have been, you know, good places for outsourcing. Um, that's, that's what uh, makes business uh, grow like when you're paying low uh, wages and labors to your workers who are also performing as good as, as good as uh, what you have uh, uh, there uh, in the US so that's that's one uh, yeah you know so that's one factor so and that's that's interesting too because I want to compare do a little bit of comparing Philippines with some of the other countries and again that's how the Philippines really got their start in outsourcing. And I think India as well is because of that low, uh, low wage, low labor costs. And what's, that's where the really interesting thing is because these other countries that are starting to come up, 
they're cheaper. <laughs> they're coming in even lower price, lower wages, lower labor. And um, so it, it's interesting to see because that was a competitive advantage for the Philippines. But maybe today, you know, that might not be. I know that like Pakistan, for example, it's another country that's just starting to really boom in, in outsourcing. But we're seeing firsthand effects. You know, what, what happens when the infrastructure isn't there? Uh, businesses, they're, they're, they're getting in the experience they're looking for, but maybe the calls drop all the time or, or they have like the agents can't take calls. So, so that's a big deal. But going back to the labor, um, so where do you see like with, with labor costs increasing in the Philippines? Because yeah, if you've been in the call center industry for 10, 20 years, your wages are going to be higher, right? You got people with lots of experience. You've got people that could manage things now, uh, manage the call center, lead, lead these team of people. Um, and so now there's going to be more money. So what, do you, what trend do you think is going to happen over the next five to ten years and, um, because of that? Um, you, know, I, you know, I would like to compare Philippines to, you know, uh, India's and, India and uh, other countries. Uh, we, I mean, the increase of labor costs. Uh, for uh, for Philippines and in comparison, we are you know not decreasing as fast as that they do. So the we yeah based on uh, what I read, uh, you know they we we are uh, you know I believe that in the, in the coming years we are still considered as the the lowest cost uh, for you know labor and uh, wages, and um, I think that's uh, another advantage that uh, we have. Um, Probably because of, uh, I mean, other outsourcing countries like India, they 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 have increased a lot, um, a lot a lot higher compared to Philippines. So that would affect, uh, you know, the you know the the chain of uh, you know labor and their the countries uh, all over the country is uh, is increasing. So that's that's going to be a disadvantage uh, on their end, um, which uh, makes the Philippines the most uh, efficient uh, when it comes to uh, outsourcing. Yeah. So the wages thing is interesting. I, and that, uh, you know, it's, it's great that you had some research to back up what you're saying. Cause I, I assumed some things and yeah, I guess, uh, that other countries, but, but you did confirm, you know, one thing that I know for sure is that it is going up that, mm-hmm. you know, what it, it costs to get the support that you might've gotten 10 years ago from India or the Philippines, it's not going to cost the same. Cause just like here in the U.S. or U.K., everywhere, you know, in the last couple of years, home prices have doubled in some places, you know, grocery costs, everything has gotten expensive. Well, guess what? That's the same thing in everywhere else in the world. Everything's gotten more expensive. Yeah. As more groceries cost more, school, you know, uh, taking care of your kids costs more. So, um, so everyone needs to make more money, too. So it's, it, mm-hmm. it is go hand in hand. Uh, so it makes sense to see that it is going up, but that's also where you're also seeing these other countries coming in. But even then, you know, Philippines, I don't know. Did you get any data on, um, how much the industry is expected to grow in the Philippines over the next couple of years? No, I haven't, but, uh, the increase was, uh, we, uh, you know, the, you know, it's big, Eric, it's, you know, it's, it, you know, it's indirectly affecting all other uh, things here, like the infrastructures, um, and you know, 
the 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 the, live, uh, the cost of living and uh, in the in other areas because uh, we need to improve uh, also the transportation. There's a certain number uh, who you know amount of money that's uh, being lost because of people are are who are uh, being late uh, working in the office, and that's a big oh, amount per year. Because they can't get to office on time because mm-hmm. uh, traffic and yeah, yeah. and th- that's, that's a big problem. <laughs> yeah, and that's that's the reason why. Uh, the transportation also in the Philippines uh, uh, is improving uh, a lot. Improve uh, the, there's, you know, the also we are we're, we're providing more jobs to uh, you know people who are working in the construction because we need more offices uh, to accommodate all other business uh, businesses who are coming in and uh, work uh, and uh, source their their business here in the Philippines. So. There's really a lot, and you, you can really see the buildings are being, uh, especially here in, in our city, in Dumaguete, uh, some hotels are being, um, they they transition from, you know, having the hotel uh, into an office, and... Uh, oh, really? Yeah, it's really effective. That's surprising. And <laughs> it is, like, so uh, there was... so funny, because in the U.S. right now, the opposite's happening, because... There's so many people that are working from home and they've never come back to the office that the the office real estate market is tanking right now. Like it's it is dropping. There's businesses that are actually shifting from um, they were going to build a big project with like a bunch of buildings in downtown Phoenix. And instead of uh, a bunch of office buildings, it's now residential. This is in the news like just today. So it's. Is it, it is interesting where the shift is, you know, in the U.S. work from home. And I'm glad at PACBIS we got work from home. So, you know, some of those challenges. And then we're also based in Dumaguete. We're not in Manila or Cebu. And so people don't have, you know, an hour-long commute to go two miles, um, you know, or some crazy journey to get, you know, across town. It's pretty easy to get to the office. Nice uh, small town we're in. <laughs> All right. So, Jake, you know, you're talking about, the investment back into the Philippines and the impact. Now the Philippines, because of this boom in outsourcing all these years, now they're investing back into, we talked about infrastructure, infrastructure, transportation. You know, we're making it easier for businesses to do business in the Philippines, to hire people, building more offices, which will in turn create more growth. Um, So you're seeing the impact of that, which is great. But uh, I also want to talk about the something that I saw here, because something that I think Philippines, Dumaguete, where we're based, and Phoenix, something they have in common, even though we're seven, eight thousand miles apart from each other, is we're both call center cities. Phoenix really had uh, this is one of those like places in the country where like there were call center jobs here all over. It's not now our our industry has grown a bit, but growing up, I mean, even me, I worked in. I think I had two different call center jobs before I started my first business, which led to PacBiz. Never thought I'd own my own call center. But the point is that what happens, what I've noticed here in in Phoenix is those people that were my managers and supervisors back in the early 2000s are now leading teams or call center operations. Or You end up with all this talent and all this experience in the call center space and so if other people want to start a call center in Phoenix, well, you've got lots of people to hire from, lots of people with experience. So it makes it, it, makes it continue to be a great place to put a call center, even today. 
And I think the same thing about Dumaguete, where we've had call centers, some with 5,000 employees that have been there since early 2000s at the start of the outsourcing boom. And so we're now able to take advantage of that because now there's all these people that, again, are supervisors, they're training, they're leaders at different call centers, and we're able to bring those people in and which, again, it, if, if you're people like, if you're a business that's looking to invest in the Philippines and you have all this talent and they have years and years of experience, like, where are you going to find that? And these other countries that are coming up that, you know, maybe in 10 years, they'll, they'll get that experience too, but it's going to take a while. So that means that we could take on more challenging projects, bigger bigger opportunities and uh you know we're going to be able to handle more responsibility compared to you know maybe some of the other countries so that's my big picture take on it i don't know but you're living it so what yeah. do you think about that um right now uh, we have estimated of 1.8 million work uh filipinos are working with the outsourcing business uh, that's a lot and um, it will continue to increase in the coming years and um you know, with the buildings that are uh, being constructed, uh, for sure, that will be filled up with uh, a lot of uh, businesses. And uh, um, I, I believe also that uh, uh, some of the business owners here, um, the owners of the buildings, uh, have recognized the, the potential of the outsourcing uh, businesses. Uh, like, yeah, uh, you know, knowing that uh, others, other who have been you know, they, they, they build their, they, uh, they have their buildings and uh, they want to, uh, and now they are converting it to an, to become an office for call centers. They used to have this, you know, dormitory. I just, just recently, because uh, I was looking around for buildings and they said that this was, uh, they, we removed the walls just to accommodate uh, and uh, transition uh, to, into transition to become a, you know, a call center office. Yeah, they, they recognize the potential, and uh, that's also one thing. You know, they, they, these people are looking at looking after the what's what's gonna come next, and um, I know uh, they they see this uh, business uh, as you know the future of uh, of the country. That's great, and it's great that uh, I think because of Philippines having the call center industry for the last couple decades, now you've got people that they're they're they could make that investment. They see what's happening. And it makes the Philippines more ready, more equipped to handle more. Because if we didn't have the office space, if we didn't have the infrastructure, those are big deal. Like if we didn't have the internet capacity um, when COVID started to have people working from home, we would have been stuck. No one could have come to the office. It would have been, you know, so that's all that infrastructure stuff is so important. So, um, which seemed like that was the theme of this episode is, uh, so that's, that's a big reason, you know, between the American influence the and all of the, you know, learning English as a kid growing up, everybody's getting that uh, to the infrastructure and to the whole country uh, really positioning itself to take advantage of what's happening in the world, which is that people are outsourcing more and more and more to the Philippines and turning that into growing their businesses and uh, creating more jobs. So. Uh, which is is really transforming the Philippines, uh, and it's great to hear because traffic is it's not the best there. So it's nice to see any any improvement there. But I think that wraps up our conversation for this episode, Jake. So 
Thank you. Uh, I appreciate the research you did. It was really great to come up with some stats and, and statistics instead of just stories. So I appreciate you doing that. Yeah. Thanks, Eric. <laughs> and All yeah, right. hopefully uh, uh, we we can you know we, this is this is something that uh, you know also share to other people, other companies about how effective Filipinos are and uh, the Philippines also as, as well uh, with with uh, you know outsourcing business. So these are the things and uh, that you can expect with uh, with the business uh, working worked by Filipinos. So I hope this helps. Yeah. All right, Jake. Yeah. Well, uh, next episode, I want to talk more about culture, the Philippines culture. Um, talk a little bit about maybe some things to look out for if you're working with the Philippines for the first time. And uh, like I want to talk about work ethic because people always talk to me about that when they first started working with us. And uh, anything else you got on your what, what else you got on your list there we could talk about next episode. Yeah, I believe we covered everything, Eric. And <laughs> all right. So. So we got a couple more things to talk about. So come check us out on the next episode where we'll be wrapping up our conversations on why Philippines is a hub, why are people picking the Philippines to outsource. Uh, and so if you guys want to learn more, uh, again, on this podcast, we talk about outsourcing, customer experience, managing a call center, uh, anything all around in between that. And so thank you guys for, for watching and listening. And uh, come check out the next episode where we'll continue the conversation with Jake and tell you more about why people are picking the Philippines to outsource. See you next time, guys.